Welcome to Greater Freedom, a weekly podcast about how to build a successful business that lights you up and that you absolutely love whilst living a lifestyle that you are obsessed with. In this podcast, we put freedom at the forefront, financial freedom, time freedom, and freedom to travel the world whilst your business continues to thrive. I'm your host, Nicola Charlotte, a lifestyle-led business coach helping female entrepreneurs to have it all in a way that feels exciting, authentic, and aligned. I'm equal parts business and equal part mindset, here to show you how to use your energy to create that turning heads kind of success. I went from zero to plus five figure months in less than two years, and I'm here to tell you that your biggest, most expansive visions are so possible. In fact, they're so much closer than you think, and I'm gonna help you make that a reality. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Greater Freedom podcast with me, your host, Nicola Charlotte. And today I am joined by a lovely guest, another Charlotte, actually, um, Charlotte Black, who is self a self-love mentor and coach and founder of Self Love London. Charlotte, it's so great to have you here. Thank you so much for your time. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. I'm really good. Um, Thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to be part of this and to be connecting with you. Ah, not at all. It's great to have you. And you mentioned before we started recording that it's your first solo episode. So very excited to have you on. Um, Before we kind of delve into a bit more about all things self-love and self-confidence, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about your business and how you got into the work that you're doing today? Of course, great question. So um, I work as a self-love mentor and coach. So I do both mentoring and both coaching. Um, I also run group programs um, and an inner circle, which is kind of a smaller, more confined community of women working together. And I also run a bi-monthly supper club Um, which connects women in wellness um, who are looking for community connection and collaboration. And that is where I met Nicola. So this is actually a byproduct of the Supper Club, which is really exciting. Um, Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. For anyone that's based in London, um, whilst they are UK based, I'm sure in the future they'll be global. Um, I can highly, highly recommend. It was such a gorgeous evening and so nice to have the opportunity to connect with women in real life who are aligned and with similar values. So yeah, that was a, a very special evening. Um, I was having a look on your Instagram earlier. I like to do my little bit of research before um, having my guests on. And I love in your bio where you mentioned choosing you will change your life. And I thought that was a really powerful but sort of simple statement really because actually we're so it can be so easy to put other people first to get caught up in the, I don't know if the sort of race is the right word, but the fast moving society that we live in, that we can forget to choose ourselves and we put ourselves at the bottom of the to-do list. So I'd love for you to elaborate on kind of what that means for you and maybe some ways that you help women do this um, themselves also. Yeah, amazing. Um, so 
I yeah, I've lived in Australia for the past two years. Um, and I started my self-love journey seven years ago, just to give you some context. Um, so I started my self-love journey because I really didn't know how to love myself. And it was my final year of university and I was suffering with quite bad anxiety. And I got a lot of support and mentoring and I got therapy. Um, but I what I really discovered was that if I didn't know how to love myself and if I wasn't embodying that, then I really wasn't going to get the changes that I wanted to have. Mm. Um, so I've dedicated the last seven years to learning to love myself and actively embodying that. And part of le learning to love yourself is actually choosing yourself. And, you know, the, the word self-love is quite a buzzword at the moment, and it has been for the past few years. And it can be interpreted as quite a selfish thing. You know, I love myself. I put myself first. But it's quite selfish. But actually, when you embody self-love and you choose yourself and you put yourself first, you're actually filling up your cup and giving yourself the ability to support the ones around you so much more. When you've got a full cup, you've got endless amounts of love to give. And I've definitely experienced that. So when it comes to choosing you, you know, when you put your dreams and your goals at the forefront of your life, your whole world completely transforms. Um, an example of this, which I actually haven't spoken about online yet, and it's a wee bit scary, and I'll be really honest about that. <laughs> that this is my listeners are lovely. It's a safe space. Um, but last year I left a four-year relationship. Um, and I was living in Australia at the time. I'd moved over in the pandemic and really lost sight of myself, lost sight of my dreams, lost sight of the journey that I was on because I was really heavily involved in someone else's narrative and someone else's story and by choosing me I chose to leave the relationship and I chose to leave Australia which was an incredibly hard decision because I love it with every fiber of my being and will be going back every single year but by choosing me I changed my life mm -hmm. so I put myself first I took a really big risk it was absolutely terrifying in every way but by choosing me and putting myself first, I changed my life and mm. I moved back to the UK. I reconnected with my friends and family. The um, soccer club was born and so many more incredible opportunities are bubbling away and being born because I put myself first. Mm. And although it was really challenging, I'm just so grateful that I had the courage to do that. And by doing so, I really want to empower and encourage women to do the same, however that may look, because no life is the same as the others. You know, we all have different experiences and we will all choose ourselves in different ways. Mm. But that was the way that I really chose myself on a profound level. And mm. it was transformative. And I, I hope that my clients know that that is possible for their own life. And that mm. is, I would say, my mission statement now as a coach. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that story. And it's one of the words that you mentioned there was courage. And I think that's the word that really does sum it up is the courage and the bravery to choose yourself, which might for some people listening or some of your clients be something that is so alien to them. And taking that first step is must feel so empowering, but I can imagine does feel so scary because 
your whole life can change in one decision as it as it did yeah. with you right it's it was yeah. moving back to the UK it was becoming single again it was rebuilding your business from the other side of the world or not rebuilding but continuing building yeah. and you mentioned that that journey for you started back when you were at university and I'm just thinking kind of on a practical level for people that are listening what are some of the smaller steps that people can start with to help build up that muscle of courage and to help build up the uh, familiarity, I guess, of choosing themselves first? That's an incredible question and so powerful because, um, you know, this was this is me at, you know, seven years into my self-love journey, managed to make a very scary decision on my own on the other side mm-hmm. of the world. And without the last seven years, I know hands down, I never would have been able to make a decision like that ever. So I think, yeah, it's really important to be clear that that's after you know seven years of dedication to self-love and building that muscle. So what would I, um, what would I suggest? I think tapping into a really simple way is just tapping into yourself right now in this present moment. So what does your uh, question I ask all my clients is what does your body need right now? What does mm. your mind read night need right now? And what does your spirit need right now? And just tapping into in this very moment, what are your needs? You might be hungry, you might be tired, and um, you might need to call your friend, you might need to ask for a mental health day off work. It could be anything. And the smaller the better, because we're just talking about making teeny tiny little tweaks to your everyday life and existence. And by doing so, you are choosing you. Mm-hmm. So first step is just to check in with your body and your mind and your spirit. Yeah. And then I would say the next step is looking at what your mind, body and spirit needs and then implementing practical steps that you can take to embody that, not just in that very moment, but in every day of your life. Mm. And then starting to show up for yourself in those moments. Yeah, I love the the three areas that that covers because that they all need different things, right? And it's like, yeah. actually, my what my body needs, we can, you know, might neglect our needs from a, a physical perspective because we're so caught up in, how to run a more successful business or how to land more clients that we forget that our body might feel exhausted. And one thing that I would add to that, because I've kind of done some similar work with clients in the past is actually being really honest with yourself. And it can be scary because we sometimes an answer will come to us and we think, oh no, I can't do that, but I'll do this instead. And it's almost listening to what is that first answer that comes through and taking action straight away. Um, I actually did a live Instagram live earlier about kind of how to become irresistible to your clients. And one of the things I was speaking about is the mindset behind um, build, like the mindset behind becoming more successful. And what I often see is we can visualize it, we can feel that feeling, get excited, but then we don't take action. And actually, mm. taking action straight away is where the power lies because if we leave it. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it on Friday or I'll wait until I sign a new client for example we create space for fear to come in that we end up not taking action so yeah. I wonder whether yeah with with those questions is it 
almost like it can be part of the journaling practice. And then that then helps dictate, okay, what do I need to do today in answer to those questions? Yeah, absolutely. I think I definitely recommend, um, and I and I share with all my clients that journaling on a daily basis mm. is profound and beneficial for your mental well-being um, for everyone, and um, especially on a daily basis. So, checking in with your mind and your body and your spirit and what that need and what what each of those elements need is a is a really powerful way. Um, and another kind of element to that is asking yourself in these areas of my life where am I not choosing me? Mm. So, you know, for an example, you're running your business and you're earning the money you want to be earning. You're signing new clients. It's really exciting, but you're burnt out and you're exhausted Mm. and you're not getting the therapy, the support, the mentoring or the coaching that you need in order to show up as the coach um, that you want to be or whatever profession that you're in. So asking yourself, where are you not choosing you? Because there may well be very, so many areas of your life where that's not happening. And just by getting really clear, like you mentioned, you know, listening in and whatever the first answer is, knowing that that's what your intuition intuition is, that's mm. your truth. Mm. And that's the first place. And taking quick fire aligned action um, yeah. and not putting it off is very powerful, but it is a process. Mm. And it's always about being kind and graceful with yourself at the very beginning of your journey and throughout, because mm. we're not robots um, and we can't always follow a schedule to a T every single day. But just mm. checking in, where am I not showing up for myself right now? What does my mind, body and spirit need right now? And just coming back to that is a really kind of graceful and proactive way of, of doing that. Mm. I love that. And I think I'd be interested to know whether you agree, but something that comes to mind is, the words like should and have to that might come up in that internal dialogue which are probably a lot of the reasons why we don't or we don't choose ourselves first or we might lack some of that self-love is because we're doing things that we think will give us a certain outcome or that we've been told to do by society or that was drummed into us as a little girl and once again it comes back to that courage I guess of knowing that what might have been right or correct 10, 15, 20 years ago actually might not be relevant anymore and having the courage to choose a different option. um, Is that something that is involved in the process as well? Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that you bring up shoulds and shoulds and musts. I despise them. Um, We all have them. We all have the shoulds and musts. And I always link this with my clients to your inner critic. Your inner critic Mm. tells you all the things you should and must do. Um, And it can be quite stressful when the shoulds and musts are at such a high volume in your mind. Um, Another way to, another angle to look at this is, well, what do I need and what do I want? Mm. Mm -hmm. So just flipping it over. And of course, sometimes our wants and needs are different to the things that we must do so maybe one of the must is doing your tax return um, yeah. you must do your tax return because legally you must do it um but you might not want to mm-hmm. okay but by choosing to do it and getting that out of your way and ticking that off your list is choosing yourself yeah yeah so if you've got a list of shoulds and musts and they're aggravating you and they're stressing you out another process is writing them down and converting them into wants and needs 
I should mm. drink two liters of water a day. Actually, I want to drink two liters mm. of water a day because I know that I have much better sleep when I do. It's better for my skin, my body, and my health. Yeah. So that can be quite powerful. It's just just flipping them over, flipping the side of the coin, and and looking at it from a different perspective. Mm, yeah. No, that really really resonates, and it's those little reframes and those little tweaks that actually do make such a big difference in the long run. Um, thinking about the theme of the podcast um, and freedom being at the center of a lot of these conversations that I have, actually freedom and self-love are kind of go hand in hand. And the more we love ourselves, the more freedom we experience internally and externally. So I'd love to know what freedom means to you lovely question um I had a real good think about this um before we we got on it came on today because there's so many different avenues of freedom in one's life but right now today as the woman I am now freedom is being able to be unapologetically me in every area of my life Mm. so if I'm able to do that in my friendships my relationships in my career and in the choices I make on a daily basis then I'm free Mm, I love that. And how how can I phrase this? What are ways or practices or intentions that you are following or that you keep in mind to help you achieve that? So I would say that this is definitely part of the the long haul process of learning to love myself this Mm. is definitely not something that I woke up the next day and and felt (laughs) unembodied it's something that I've done for the past seven years um but honestly really at the forefront is choosing me Mm. and choosing a career path that sets my soul on fire and Mm. I know you know to whoever's listening it it's it's such an easy thing to say choose a career path that sets your soul on fire but what about bills? What about things that you need to afford? What about paying rent? What about um, the energy crisis going on right now? You know, I, I fully understand that it's much easier to say than it is to embody. But by choosing something that you are passionate about and truly believing that you can do it and setting up the processes of going mm. from A to B set you free. Mm. So it's not about quitting your nine to five job being totally lost, not being able to pay your rent or your bills and going, I'm going to start a business today and it's going to be roaringly successful. It's about choosing and knowing what it is that you want to do and putting the plans and processes in place to create freedom for yourself. Mm, 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 And a lot of the time what's advertised online, and I think I posted about this recently, was it's not about quitting your job and moving to the beach and everything's perfect. Yeah, It's a process. Um, And it takes time. Mm -hmm. And that's part of being free is knowing that in some moments you will not feel free, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you're on the trajectory to be free. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's probably my my top tip is really choosing you and choosing a career path that sets your soul on fire because we spend, I don't know how many hours it is um, working (laughs) in our lives a lot and hating your job and feeling drained by it is in my idea, the furthest away from freedom I could ever be. Mm, mm, mm. Hi, babe. I hope you're loving today's episode. I'm dropping in to let you know that I have two spaces open for both one month and three month one-to-one coaching starting in February. 
If you're looking for higher recurring revenue without working harder, more consistent inbound leads that don't rely on you doing all the outbound work, and a greater sense of self-confidence in the direction your business is going, then this is for you. It's time to go deeper. Let's work together to get to know your clients on a whole new level so that you become the one that they choose versus one of many that they follow. It's time to elevate your personal branding so that you stand out as an expert that people are ready to invest in. Imagine having the confidence and skills to navigate, pitch and close clients in the DM. I'm talking four-figure sales without hesitation because that's a reality I can help you achieve. Send me a DM over on Instagram at Nicola Charlotte Coaching, also linked in the show notes below, and we can chat one-to-one about whether the one-month or three-month option is best for you. Remember, there's just two spaces available for each option. So don't hesitate and reach out, send me a message today. All right, for now, let's dive back into the episode. And one of the things that kind of comes to mind thinking of like the, your supper club and connection, which I think is a big word that's sort of come up a few times in the episode, whether it's connection to yourself or connection to the work that you're doing, is surrounding yourself with other women who, or people, not just women, who lift you up, who inspire you, who energize you. Because as we know, you're so impacted by your surroundings, by the by your people, by energy that you are putting yourself in. And so I wonder even whether any of the work that you help your clients with is get, getting them to have a look at who do I spend a lot of time with and are any of those people draining my energy without realizing and mm. even taking intentional steps. I'm sort of thinking myself out loud of what are some commitments that I want to make. And one of the things I focus on last year that I'm definitely doing continuing in 2023 is do going to more in real life meetups with like-minded women who share my values who I can have really exciting deep enriching conversations with that make me feel good about myself that then have a ripple effect into my own relationships because I feel as you said at the beginning my cup's more full and also on you know with my business so Mm. It's it's practical things like that as opposed to thinking, oh, how can I love myself more today? It's like, who can I be around that's going to fill me up? What can I do that is fun? Um, and just, yeah, sort of thinking out loud a little bit, but that's something that comes to mind for me. Yeah, definitely. I think um, when, when you look at self-love as a whole, it's about so much more than just deciding I'm going to love myself. Well, how are you going to embody that? And I really resonate with um, when you when you have a, a broader look at your community and I think it's said that the five people that you are around mm. the most reflect the person that you become and embody. Mm. And if even if you're on your self-love journey and you you're having a look at the, your community and the people that you spend your time with, are they lifting you up? Are they inspiring you? Are they supporting you in this journey to freedom or this journey to self-love? And it's not about exiling people or cutting people out of your life straight away. It's just about being the witness. Did I feel good when I met so-and-so for a coffee yesterday? Did I leave feeling inspired and elevated? Or did I leave feeling small and insecure and drained? And 
just taking that step to for the next couple of weeks how do I feel in the situ- in the relationships and situations I'm putting myself in mm-hmm. um, and I I love the the goal that you had last year which was putting yourself in real life situations with women who inspire and encourage you because mm-hmm. you know 2020 and 2021 were years where we were completely kind of shut off from physical connection and being able to do that again is absolutely amazing so having that as a goal is a huge part of building your self-love and Mm. and choosing you because you're choosing Mm. your connections yeah and something something comes to mind which I'll I'll share in the the nature of being vulnerable as as you were I was like to try and be honest is self-love has definitely been something that I've been working on myself probably more intentionally the last couple of years I think it's probably something that I should in inverted commas have done much earlier but it's not necessarily a conversation that has always been had I think much more so now in the the last couple of years but five years ago I'd say it was still a bit of a unknown taboo topic that you know you, you think oh well yeah, anyway, so that, that wasn't, but something that I did, along with many other things, but was even changing my um, phone background to a really cool graphic that I found on Pinterest that was like self-love baby in like pink font. It was just fun. It was light. And it just meant that when I looked at my phone, it gave me that reminder of, you know, smiling at myself in the mirror or paying myself a compliment rather than like thinking, oh, my hair looks awful today. And those are quite surface level, but the way that we speak to ourselves is so, so impactful on everything else in our life. And it really does have to start with, from my own experience anyway, our own relationship to ourselves and coming back to what you said of choosing ourselves first, choosing to pay ourselves a compliment, choosing to say yes to the things that light us up and saying no to the things that don't. Um, and like even little things like buying yourself nice underwear not underwear that's like 10 years old that you're wearing because you can't bother to buy me. You know what I mean? It's like little yes, things like that. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I thought I would share that. <laughs> no, I love that. And do you know what's really funny is that I had exactly the same background. I know exactly mm. what quotes from Pinterest that you were talking about. It was the first one I ever saved. It was the background on my laptop and the background on my phone. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, there's little things that you can do. Um, conscious of, of timing, but there's a couple more questions I'd love to ask. I'm thinking most of um, the listeners of the podcast have their own business and are ambitious like you and I. And I would be interested to know your thoughts on maintaining that level of kind of self-love, the commitment to freedom as well in, in our lives whilst also trying to scale and grow their business because a lot of the time and I think we can all be guilty of it is we put the uh the outcome we link directly to our own self-worth or who we are as a person not the business and so in say a launch where you know we have these big aspirational goals of hitting you know, our first 5k launch, our first 10k launch, or signing up 10 people to our program. And if that doesn't happen, actually, anything that you can share to maintain that self love, um, so that we don't kind of beat ourselves up about it at the end of the process. 
a really great question. I think really important um, when you are an entrepreneur and you're building your own business is to have grace. Grace is my favorite word in the whole mm. world. Um, and I think it can apply to everything. It's having grace um, with yourself in those moments. And, and I, I don't know if this will apply to everyone, but my personal experience has been, you know, if I'm showing up with integrity, if I'm being true to myself, if I'm looking after myself and if I'm doing my very, very, very best at all times, then even if something doesn't go to plan, I know that I am embodying my values and that I'm showing up as the woman that I am and the woman that I want to be. Mm. So if a launch doesn't sell out, it does not mean that I or you are unworthy of a success. It doesn't mean that you have failed. It just means we've got to have a look at our process and our strategy, which I know you know so much about, and that's what you support your clients with, and changing direction or tweaking something slightly. Mm. But allowing your business to become you and to be to become your sense of self or your sense of achievement personally, I think is quite a dangerous road to go down. No, you are not your business. You are you. Mm. you're the wonderful woman that so many people love and adore and so many people that you support with the offerings that you give out whatever business is business that it is that you are running so I would say that the next time that happens you know check in with, with yourself are you in integrity are you embodying your values and if you are doing that know that you are winning because mm. you're showing up as the person that you want to be and I know that financial success and business success is important it really is to me it's something that I'm you know really trying to level up in my life but I know for a fact that if a launch doesn't work that it's not going to knock how much I love myself because mm. I know that I'm separate and a separate entity to that so I, yeah. I think um, if you have become your business and they are interwoven together, trying to take a step back and to separate separate them and know that they are two separate things. Mm, yeah, thank you. I'm sure that will really resonate with a lot of people listening. And it is such an important reminder because we are not our own business. They're two separate entities. So we should treat them that way. Now, before I let you go, I would love for you to share one piece of advice or the best piece of advice that you've been given, if not, to someone who is looking to strengthen their self-love with themselves, either an action, a word of wisdom, a ritual, anything that actually if they started implementing tomorrow would really help them see improvements with the relationship to themselves and the way that they love themselves. Mm, I love that. Okay, so there's so many kind of yummy inspirational things that I could share but I actually know that sometimes we just want practicality so intuitively I want to give you a practical resource um if you want to have a look at where your life is right now and you want to take a look at where your self-love is right now um get a big piece of paper and write down um your career your finances your friends your family and your hobbies. Um, I think there are two more that I can't remember from the top of my head. Um, and rate them out of 10. Um, where does your life sit in happiness in each one? Mm. And write down the things that you're happy with and the things that you are not happy with. And have this on your wall. And the things that you're not happy with, work on changing them. Work mm. on feeding them love and grace and kindness and changing them. 
And that's when we start to evolve our life. And that's probably one of the most powerful tools I've ever personally used that is really practical and anyone can do it. And mm. I probably check in three times a year with myself about mm. where I am on each of these steps. So that would be my best piece of advice. I might do that actually. Fun. I love a good practical exercise where I can like write things down, check back in with it. So yeah, I will, I'll take that piece of advice. Thank you very much. Um, Charlotte, it's been such a wonderful conversation. I feel like there's, you know, as always, there's always more that we can discuss, but um, in the meantime, for people that don't yet follow you um, and would like to connect with you, where is the best place for them to do so? So I'd say the best place is on Instagram. So uh, my account is at Self Love London UK. Um, my DMs are always open. So please feel free to reach out if you've got any questions. Um, and as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I do one-on-one coaching, mentoring, group coaching. Um, I have a small woman's container and a self-love supper club. So if you are a woman in wellness, come and join us. Um, because it is the best way for us to meet it's actually the only way for us to meet in person at the moment Um, so I would say they are the best places I've also got my website as well but Instagram is my my network and my hub amazing I'll leave the links in the show notes so people can check it out and thank you so much again it's been such a pleasure and um, yeah thank you for sharing all your wisdom Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And I really hope that what I have shared um, inspires those who are listening and um, starts them on their self-love journey. Amazing. Thank you so much, Charlotte. And thank you everyone for tuning in. I will catch you in the next episode or over on Instagram. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. In the meantime, my DMs are always open, so come over and say hi. At Nicola Charlotte Coaching. Bye!